the Lord, everybody. Hallelujah. We just want to welcome you today and uh, thank you for allowing us to come into your home. It's, uh, it's been an unusual couple of weeks, but thank God we can do this. Thank God we can come into your home and encourage you and build you up and, and uh, bring the word of God to you. Thank you, Lord. We're so happy about that. So um, we're just going to do our tithes and offerings first up. And uh, so if you want to get that ready, and if you look along the bottom of your screen, it'll show you how to, uh, how to give offerings. Uh, you can either come into the church um, Wednesdays or you can, uh, you can give online. So praise the Lord. Hallelujah. So we just got your seed in your hand and we're just going to praise the Lord and say, thank you, God, that you give seed to the sower. We thank you, Lord, that we are sowers today and we are sowing into the kingdom of God to establish your covenant here on the earth today. And we know that this is this seed is not going to be void, but it will produce good fruit, not only in our lives, but in the kingdom of God as a whole. We pray for people today, God. We just thank you that uh, those of you who are listening and uh, we, if you are just listening, have never heard us before, and this is the first time we're coming into your home, we welcome you and we thank you that you are a part of our congregation today. And so as we plant this seed today, we're planting for you. And we thank you, God, as we plant this seed, we plant it in faith, and we thank you for the fruit that's coming forth. People's lives will be healed, and people will be saved. Hallelujah. And uh, we just thank you, Lord, in Jesus' name. And everybody said, Amen. So first up today, I just want to uh, ask you to get your Bible, open up the Word of God, the precious Word of God. It seems more precious to me than it ever has. Um, the times that we're living in, I never thought we would see this in our lifetime. Um, but you know what? God is still God. He is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And uh, so I just want you to be encouraged today. I just want you to open your hearts up right now and allow the Word of God to come into your life, into your heart, into good soil, that you're preparing yourself today to receive it. And uh, as it comes into your life, think about this. As it comes into your heart, it's transforming you. It's strengthening you. It's sustaining you. Uh, and it's going to put you over. It's going to cause you to be an overcomer. By the blood of the Lamb and the word of our testimony, it says that we are overcomers by those things. And so, um, so allow the word of God to minister to you today. And uh, as it comes in, I'm going to read to you from Psalms 46 out of the Passion Translation. If you have that translation, you can read along or if you just want to close your eyes and just listen because this is an awesome psalm. And so for today... Glory to God. God, you are such a safe and powerful place to find refuge. Ha ha ha. Isn't that the truth? You are a proven help in times of trouble. More than enough and always available whenever I need you. Oh, we need God 
today more than any time in our lives. Hallelujah. And he is a proven help in time of trouble. If you have trouble in your life today, just cast the care of it onto God and he will help you. He is more than enough. Verse two. So we will never fear, even if every structure of support were to crumble away. Ha ha. Isn't that happening today? Every structure of support is crumbling away before our eyes. There has never been a day. I said to my husband this morning, we were driving in here. I said, you know what? Probably has not been so quiet on the earth since the flood. <laughs> and, uh, you know, like everything has come to a standstill. It's, it's quite surreal, really, when you think about it. You wonder, how could it ever happen? Well, it happened just like that. And, uh, you know, every structure of support crumbling away. Because we just have to have faith in God. We can't have, we can't have our faith in the things of this world. We have to have our faith in God, as Pastor Gary was saying on Sunday. We will not fear, huh? Even when the earth quakes and shakes. Have you heard of any earthquakes going on? There was one just down the road from here a couple of weeks ago. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The earth is quaking and shaking, people. Moving mountains and casting them into the sea. For the raging roar of storming winds and crashing waves cannot erode our faith in you, God. Ha. Huh. None of that, none of that that's going on in the world can erode our faith in you. Pastor Gary said he's going to be teaching on faith for the next little while. Well, we need, we need to be built up in faith. We need to have our, our belief system shored up. We need to know what we believe, why we believe it. We need to know who we are in God and what we have and what we can do. Now more than ever, the world is going to be looking for answers, looking for something that they can put their faith in. And you know what? God is the only one. God is the only one. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God has a constantly flowing river <laughs> whose sparkling streams bring joy and delight to his people. Can you receive some of that today? Can you receive some of that joy and delight? It's coming on to you today. He wants to minister that to you today. Thank you, Lord. And the joy of the Lord is our strength, says in Nehemiah 8, 10. The joy of the Lord is our strength. You say, well, there's nothing to be happy about. There's nothing to be joyful about. Hey, do we need circumstances to have the joy of the Lord operating in our life? No, the joy of the Lord is not dependent on circumstances. The joy of the Lord is determined that huh, Jesus died for me at Calvary and gave me everything I need to sustain my life and Everything about my life, hallelujah, hallelujah. I'm a partaker of his divine nature. And that joy is part of God's divine nature. He gave it to us. 
He gave it to us through, through his great and precious promises. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Which, by the way, are all yes and amen. His promises are still activating in our lives today if we allow them. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. His river flows right through the city of God, most high, into his holy dwelling places. You are the dwelling place of the most high God. You are the dwelling place. He has made his home in you. Hallelujah. And greater is he that is in you than he that's in the world or circumstances that are going on in the world. God has made you his dwelling place and his river is flowing right through the city of God most high into you. So you receive that now in the name of Jesus. God is in the midst of his city, secure and never shaken. Do you think God is surprised about what's going on in the world today? Never. Never. He's not surprised by anything. You know why? Because he saw it at the beginning and he has seen it at the end. Glory to God. And really, for us, there is no end because we have eternal life. Grab hold of that eternal life today. What's in that eternal life? That eternal life is all of the fruit of the Spirit, joy, peace, love, gentleness, goodness, kindness, self-control, all that. Hallelujah. All of that. Thank you, God. Hallelujah. God is in the midst of a city, secure, never shaken. At daybreak, his help will be seen with the appearing of the dawn. When the nations are in uproar with their toitering kingdoms, God simply raises his voice and the earth begins to disintegrate before him. That's all God needs to do. He could disintegrate this earth in a moment with his voice. Hallelujah. He created this earth. The Holy Spirit hovered over the earth when it was null and void and created order. The Holy Spirit still is hovering over this earth. And if we allow him to flow through us, he will create order in our lives. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The earth disintegrates before him and here he comes. Here he comes. Who is he? The commander, the mighty Lord of angel armies is on our side. The God of Jacob fights for us. So what is there to be afraid of? If God is for us, who can be against us? Who can be against us? Yes, we're going through a little bit of tribulation. But you know what? The Lord even told us. Jesus Christ himself told us. In the world, you will have tribulation. But <laughs> be of good cheer. For I have overcome the world. Glory to God. And he has made us overcomers. So, you know, we may have to stay in our houses a little more than usual, but hey, take advantage of it. How many times in a day have you said before all this happened? Oh, if only I had some more time. I'd read my Bible more if I had more time. I'd pray more if I had more time. Well, hey, guess what? <laughs> you got it now on a silver platter. Ha. Huh. Now is the time. Now is the time. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. 
And God and, and David says, everyone, look, come and see the breathtaking wonders of our God. For he brings both ruin and revival. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He's the one who makes conflicts and throughout the earth, breaking and burning every weapon of war. Glory to God. Glory to God. Because, you know, God is not behind this. God did not make this happen. The enemy, the enemy of our soul, the devil, powers and principalities, the prince and power of the air has brought this about. But you know what? We've been praying for awakenings. We've been praying for the church of God to rise and shine. Hallelujah. That's been the cry of our heart that the body of Christ would come together. Arise and shine. For the glory of the Lord has risen upon you. This is our hour to rise and shine. Because as the world gets darker and darker, it says that our light will get brighter and brighter as the noonday. Woohoo! But we have to allow it. We have to allow it. You say, well, you know, I mean, we're not even allowed to touch people or lay hands on people. Well, do you know what? The spirit knows no difference. You got a telephone. You can call people. You can pray for them. Hallelujah. Your family, you can minister to them. You can pray. You can pray. You can get on your knees. You can fast. You can, you can pray and, and, and get the power of God working in your life. He endued us with power of the Holy Ghost at the day of Pentecost in the upper room. Hallelujah. That same Holy Ghost power is operating in and through us today. Just like in the days of Pentecost, the wind is blowing again. The wind is blowing again. Hallelujah. We say, breathe on us, breath of God. Breathe on us, breath of God. (sighs) Empower us. Empower us to go forth, to be witnesses in this dark world today. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Surrender your anxiety. Be silent and stop your striving and you will see that I am God. In the King James Version, he says, be still and know that I am God. Well, this, this time in 2020, we are still Be still and know. How do you know that I am God? To know God. Let it be the cry of your heart that I might know you, Lord, and the power of your resurrection, that I might know who I am in you, that I might know what I can do through you. We can do all things through Christ, which strengthens us. We have the glory of God on the inside of us. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Christ in us, the hope of glory. Because we died with Christ at Calvary. Uh, We died to ourselves and we offer ourselves up a living sacrifice today. Praise the Lord. Because not only we, we were crucified with Christ. We were, we were buried with him and we rose again. We are walking in resurrection life. So, you know, people are in fear today. I don't know what the fear is about that you might catch a virus. Well, that might kill you. 
Well, you know, there's lots of things in this world that might kill you. <laughs> Cancer can kill you. And, you know, you can walk out on the street, get hit by a bus. So that could kill you. We're not, we're not guaranteed tomorrow. But, you know, as children of, of God in the body of Christ, we're already dead. So Satan can't kill us. Death, death should have no fear for us because we have eternal life. That means living forever <laughs> in the presence of the Lord. Because it says if you're absent from the body, you're in the presence of God. So we're already walking in that eternal life. We already have eternal life. It's just one long day. And then after we have eternal life, well, then there's, there's going to be a time. If you read your Bible and you know anything at all, if you've been coming to this church, you know a few things about what's going on in the Bible. That, you know, even if this was the last days, well, it's last days for some people. <laughs> you know, there are people dying all the time. And so they're in their last days. I'm probably more in my last days than a 35-year-old. Chronologically, you know. I mean, I could live to be 120. <laughs> so my last days are further up the road. But, you know, for somebody who's 35, they're less... They're not as close. So, you know, I mean, we are, we are in, walking in eternal life. These are the last days. It could be, you know, I mean, it might be two years or three years. Kenneth Copeland said that this uh, coronavirus is going to leave as quickly as it came. So it could be tomorrow you'll wake up and it's, oh, we've got the vaccine. We've got the, the antibiotics that you need for the world to get an injection. And then, whoo, we're clear. And who knows? I mean, you know what, uh, what's going on in the world today? It has gone, you know, from here to there as far as moral, being a moral world. You know, it's a very amoral world. But you know what? The body of Christ is still here. We are a remnant that's here and we have an effect. We have an effect. Your very presence in this world today has an effect on the atmosphere. The words of your mouth have an effect. The fervent prayer of a righteous man or woman avails much. When you declare a thing, when you speak out the word of God, you can change things. You have the ability. God made us speaking spirits. He put his word in us. And out of the abundance of the heart, if, our, if we're full of the word, then we should be speaking the word. And as we speak the word, it changes the atmosphere wherever you are. He gave us the gift of the Holy Spirit that we can be praying in tongues, that we can be praying in tongues all the time, and that we will know what is the perfect will of God for our lives. Where we should be going, who should we be, should we be talking to? And we can walk around this earth just like Jesus did, hearing what our Father says for us to do and do what he says to do. He says, call this person, you know, pray for that person. Hallelujah, hallelujah. The power is resonant within us. Don't leave it hiding in us. Praise the Lord, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Be still and know that I am God. Be silent and stop your striving and you will see that I am God. 
I am the God above all the nations, and I will be exalted throughout the whole earth. Here he stands, the commander, the mighty Lord of angel armies on our side. The God of Jacob fights for us. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Isn't that powerful? I would invite you to read that every single day when you get up and encourage yourself and build yourself up to know, hey, I'm not alone in this. This is my hour to shine. This is my hour. I mean, I know that, you know, you have my family is calling me now. You know, they haven't really, you know, been serving the Lord lately, but now they're calling me and asking me about things. That word that's been planted in them is now coming alive. That incorruptible word that I planted in them from when they were, say, train a child up in the way they should go. When they're old, they'll not depart from it. And I've stood on that word. It says the seed of the righteous shall be delivered. And that is my confession. I don't have a fear. Well, the devil will come and say, well, they're not going to church, blah, blah, blah. But you know what? God is revealing himself to them. And to other people, I mean, that have, you know, that have come, been in the kingdom of God. And, and for one thing, reason or another, they have got distracted and now they're off doing something else. I believe right now, at this moment, if you're watching today, any of you, this is the time. Today is the day of salvation. This is the time to just, you know, take, take you know, look at your life. Consider your ways. What are you doing? What are you saying? Because God has got something for you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let's just look over in Acts 3.19. Glory to God. Thank you, Lord. Acts 3 and verse 19. We have, we've, 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 uh, we've had this r- preached to us before and where it's not something new, but you know what? It is, it is very important uh, when God says, be still and know that I am God. He, he's wanting you to come away with him. He's wanting you to come away with him. And to be in his presence. And it says um, in the King James, it says, Repent ye therefore and be converted that your sins may be blotted out when the times of refreshing shall come from the presence of the Lord. That's what we need. We need to be in the presence of the Lord for those times of refreshing. And now is a time where you can come, you can, you know, you're not going to your office, you're, you're not busy running the roads, you're not out shopping, you're not, you know, doing the things, we're just doing the very basics of life right now. And we've got this time, time to be with our families, but most importantly, time to be with the Lord. You could commit yourself to an hour of prayer every day, praying in the spirit. And you will find that it says as you pray in the Holy Ghost that your faith, your faith will be built. Hallelujah. That, you know, it's to edify yourself. It says praying in the Holy Ghost. Ha, that will build you up. 
will strengthen you in your inner man. That you will be strengthened in your inner man by the Holy Spirit. And that's what we need today. We need strength. We need that strength to sustain us, to keep us. That's part of our foundation as, as Christians. And some people think, well, you know, you got the Holy Ghost when you got saved. Well, yes, well, that was the, that was the, the spirit within. But God said on the day of Pentecost, he told them all to go to the upper room and wait for the promise of the Father, which was the Holy Spirit. And he came a great, with a sound of a, of a mighty wind. It wasn't a mighty wind, but it was like the sound of a mighty wind. The Holy Spirit came back into the earth and sat upon each of the 120 that were in the upper room with, as tongues of fire. And then they were all speaking <laughs> in other tongues. And it says that, that word, the Holy Spirit was empowering them. They would be endued on high, from on high, with the Holy Spirit to empower them to be witnesses in the earth. Not just to witness, but to be witnesses, that their lives would be a witness. Your life can be a witness to somebody today. Your life can be the, you know, could mean life or death to somebody today. People are looking at you. They know that you're a Christian. And no, you can't do it by yourself. You have to rely on the Holy Ghost within to help you to be what God has called you to be. You can't do this by yourself. It's not self-effort. And, you know, no greater than, you know, holier than thou attitude of self-righteousness. No, the only reason we're righteous is because Jesus took our sin at the cross and gave us his righteousness so that we are, we are seated in him in heavenly places. Like Pastor Gary said, uh, that we're not praying to heaven. We pray from heaven, seated in Christ in heavenly places. As it says in Ephesians 1 or Ephesians 2. Seated in him in heavenly places. Wow. Far above all principality, power, might, and dominion. So that means we have a seat of authority that we can sit in. But you know what? There's, there's a protocol to that. It just doesn't happen automatically. It requires you. Your only effort is to stay out of strife. Stop striving. Be still and know that I am God, he said. Take your self away and be in his presence. Continue in his presence. Pray without ceasing. Rejoice evermore and be thankful. Those are three things. First Thessalonians 5, it tells us the will of God for your life. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And in the Passion, it says in Acts 3, 19, And now you must repent and turn back to God so that your sins will be removed and so that times of refreshing will stream from the Lord's presence. Those times of re refreshing only come from being in the Lord's presence. Eye to eye. <laughs> eyeball to eyeball. Not on the run, but just eyeball to eyeball. And he will send you Jesus, the Messiah, the chosen one for you. For he must remain in heaven until the rest restoration of all things has taken place. Fulfilling everything that God said long ago through his holy prophets. So he is here, it says, um, 
in, in verse 1 in King James, whom the heaven must receive until the times of restitution. So Jesus is in heaven until the times of restitution, until the restoration of all things. Well, all things haven't been restored yet. And then Jesus will come. Then the rapture of the church will happen. And then we'll be gone for seven years. Now, you know, all of these things are the beginning of sorrows, all the wars and rumors of wars and earthquakes and all of the stuff that's going on right now. They are the birth pangs <laughs> of the Messiah. Oh, yes, Jesus is getting ready to come. But, you know, when he comes back the second time, he's only going to come and catch us up the first time at the rapture of the church, when the church is going to go up and meet him in the air and off we'll go to heaven for seven earth years, which is really just a blink of an eye in heaven. And then we're coming back. We are coming back with him to rule and reign in this earth during the millennium for a thousand years. Woohoo! In our glorified bodies. So, you know, during the tribulation period, you know, it says that halfway through, there's going to be some people, you know, being able to go to heaven again and at the end. So, so, you know, we'll be here. We'll be here and we'll still be able to witness to people after the seven years. But much better to go now when, the, when Jesus comes for the rapture of the church. Be ready. Be ready these are the things that we have to prepare ourselves. Well, maybe this is not the last days in this next couple of years or whatever. But it's not far down the road. And so we need to, we need to, um, you know, get ourselves ready. We need to be praying. We need to be in the presence of the Lord. We need to have those times of refreshings because we need that refreshing we won't be able to, we won't be able to sustain uh, what's coming on the earth. Even right now, it's difficult. But hey, we got everything we need. We have the blood of Jesus. We have the Holy Ghost and power dwelling within us. We have the name of Jesus, the name above all names. At the name of Jesus, every knee shall bow. Every tongue shall confess that Jesus is Lord. So, you know, there's no reason for us to be afraid or intimidated by the devil. He is really just a mouse with the microphone, you know. And because Jesus said he has overcome the world, the flesh, and the devil, he did that, you know. He did that when he went to the wilderness. He overcame. He went to hell, actually. In, in, in Colossians, it tells us that he went to hell and made a show of him openly. Ha, 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 ha. He took his authority from him. So the only power the devil has is the power that we give him by the words of our mouth or our actions or, you know, the fear. Fear will be a good thing to, for the uh, enemy to come into our lives. We have to resist fear. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Over in, uh, in James 4. And verse 7, let's just go there. James 4 and verse 7. 
Uh, here we go. So then, surrender to God, stand up to the devil and resist him, and he will turn and run away from you. Move your heart closer and closer to God, and he will come even closer to you. But make sure you cleanse your life, you sinners, and keep your heart pure, and stop doubting and being in fear. Feel the pain of your sin, be sorrowful and weep. Let your joking around be turned to mourning and your joy to deep humiliation. Be willing to be made low or humble yourself before the Lord and he will exalt you. See, humbling yourself before the Lord is saying, God, I can't do this on my own. And then if you, if you come with that kind of an attitude, a broken and a contrite heart and saying that, hey, I can't do this on my own strength, Lord. I need you. I can't do it by myself. Dear friends, as a part of God's family, never speak against another family member. For when you slander a brother or sister, you violate God's law of love. And your duty is not to make yourself a judge of the law of love by saying that it doesn't apply to you. But your duty is to obey it. There is only one true lawgiver and the judge and judge, the one who has the power to save and destroy. So who do you think you are to judge your neighbor? So we got to get out of this, this place of judging one another. Saying, you know, like looking at them, don't judge by the seeing of the eye, the hearing of the ear. You know, you judge by the word of God. You judge by the spirit of God. Listen, to, listen, those of you who are boasting today or tomorrow will go to another city and spend some time and go to business and make heaps of profit. But you don't have a clue what tomorrow may bring. For your fleeting life is but a warm breath of air that is visible in the cold only for a moment and then vanishes. That's our life. <laughs> our life is not much in the light of all eternity and for what God has called us to. Our life is forever. Our life is forever. Here on this earth is just a passing through. We're just passing through. Instead, you should say our tomorrows are in the Lord's hands. And if he is willing, we will live life to its fullest and do this or that. But here you are boasting in your ignorance for to be presumptuous about what you'll do tomorrow is evil. So if you know of an opportunity to do the right thing today, yet you refrain from doing it, you're guilty of sin. Hallelujah. So, but we can, can repent. We can change. What does repent mean? It means change your mind, change your way of thinking, change your way of doing things. Renew your mind with the word of God and allow your renewed mind, not your carnal mind, not your flesh, not what feels good. Haha. -ha, but according to the word of God, we have to renew our minds. So we think the way that God thinks. We know the thoughts and feelings and purposes and intents of his heart. And the only way to know that is through this word. This is his word. This is God. God and his word are one. So we thank him for this today. We thank him for the word that's coming into our lives today to help us, to help us, to get us to that place where he can use us or he can use us. Offering up ourselves a living sacrifice, <laughs> a living sacrifice to do his will. Heavenly Father, we just thank you today. We thank you for your word. We thank you that your word is growing us up spiritually. And Father, that we're praying only to an audience of one. 
We're not praying. We're not, we're not living in this life just to impress other people. Hallelujah. We're here to establish your kingdom, your covenant in the earth. And we thank you, Lord, for that covenant that you've given us. We thank you for new covenant realities operating in our lives today. We thank you, Lord, that we are always above and never underneath. We are more than conquerors. We are overcomers by the blood of the lamb and the word of our testimony. Hallelujah. So we thank you, Lord, as we walk uh, going forth, Father, that you will give us opportunities. We thank you for the grace, Lord, to walk out this, what you have given us, what you have called us to do. Thank you for opportunities of people, Father, who are out there or lost, who are in darkness, that we can, we can uh, give them the good news, healing the brokenhearted. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Causing the lame to walk and the blind to see and the deaf to hear. Father, we thank you for it today in Jesus' name. And everybody said, Amen. We hope this message has encouraged you in your relationship with the Lord. For more information and ministry resources, we invite you to visit our website at www.newcovenantchurch.ca. We look forward to you joining us next time as we continue to live victoriously.